Well, hello. There you are, and here I am. Welcome to another edition of the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you so very much for beginning your week right here. We so greatly appreciate the investment of time that you're making right now to be with us. I truly don't take it lightly. And from all of us here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, we say a big thank you. Thank you so very much. We appreciate you. I'm excited to begin this week with you. I'm excited to share a testimony that just happened today, not long before I sat down here to bring this broadcast to life and speak to you via this medium of radio, I got a phone call. Now that happens often. And actually, I should say I made a phone call. I was returning a phone call. A gentleman called a couple of weeks ago and he got a hold of the secretary and was talking to her for a few moments and asked to speak to the director. Well, wouldn't you know it, that's me. I was out of town until today, and so he called back, and we were able to connect. I returned his phone call and spoke to him. His name is Richard. I'm going to ask you to pray for Richard there in Colorado. Richard recently moved out of California, a state I am familiar with, went to college out there, got my bachelor's degree in that state, and he moved to Colorado recently for a new job, and he was calling me, actually, had to do with that job. He was in short, he was trying to sell me something. You see, as the director of a nonprofit ministry like BTI, there's a lot of different great products out there, whether it be for donor management or donor engagement or all of those different types of things. And Richard was trying to sell me on one of these things. Now, I don't say that in a derogatory way. I'm excited to talk to the Richards of the world. You see, here's what happened. I got to give Richard my story a little bit told him about our ministry, what we do at Bible Tracks Incorporated, how we give gospel tracks away for free. I don't know if you know that, but as a listener of Bible Track Echoes, you're going to hear that a lot. We give our gospel tracks out for free. We've been doing it for over 80 years. I got to explain all of this to Richard and tell him how we've put gospel tracks in over 170 different countries, how we've done it in over 75 different languages and the people that have accepted Christ over these past years. And I'm mentioning all of this and talking about how we are a Bible-based ministry, knowing in the back of my mind that Richard, most likely, does not know the Lord as his Savior. And so I listened to him talk about his product, and we came to an agreement and understood that what he was probably selling, we don't really have a need for because we already have a product that fills that niche. And Richard was very kind, and he was not pushy at all and had a great time talking to him. But at the conclusion, as we drew to the close of the call, and he realized that there wasn't really any point in continuing on because he wasn't going to be able to fulfill his purpose and be able to sell me anything, I said, well, Richard, I greatly appreciate your time and the fact that you would tell me about this product. And I'm I'm actually kind of saddened that we're not going to be able to make use of it, but I would really not be a great evangelist. And I wouldn't really be worth my weight uh, if I did not, as the director of a Bible tracts ministry, if I didn't ask you a question. And I came right out and said this, asked this question, God forbid something were to happen to you, Richard. Do you know where you would go when you die? We talked about it for a little while. Now, as of this point, Richard has not made a profession of faith. And after we got off the call, he had still not done so. But I had the opportunity in a short period of time to explain the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ 
to Richard. We talked about the fact that we have to admit, we have to understand that we, all of us, we're sinners. And because of our sin, all of us, we all deserve an eternity spent in a place called hell. Now, that's where the bad news ends, thankfully. And here's where the good news picks up. You see, Jesus Christ paid the penalty. Because of his vicarious suffering, what that means, that big word, vicarious, what that means is Christ died in our place. He died for us. And because of that, we can, if we will lastly, if we will accept that free gift, you and I, we can spend eternity in heaven. I got to explain this this to Richard. Now, I was not pushy with him the same way he was not pushy with me. I did not force him into any sort of decision, any kind of one, two, three, repeat after me type of prayer. I just presented the facts and gave him an opportunity. He declined at this time, but what an opportunity. All I could think during that second half of the phone call when the Holy Spirit pressed upon my heart, this gentleman called you. He wanted to talk to you about this product. You better take this opportunity to talk to him about the gospel, a man I'd never met before. Can I ask your friend, what kind of heart do you have for the gospel's sake? Please understand very clearly, I am not putting myself up on any sort of pedestal. Maybe if I was a better soul winner, Richard, Richard may have made a decision for Christ. Maybe I could have done a better job. But can I tell you this? I had an opportunity, and the Lord allowed me to take that opportunity for his honor and glory. Let me ask you, friend, when was the last time you presented the gospel to someone? I'm not asking when was the last time someone accepted Christ as a result of you presenting the gospel. I'm just asking when was the last time you went fishing? Fishing for souls. You know, it's called fishing, not catching. Sometimes you go out and fish all day and you don't catch anything. Literally speaking, I can tell you about times doing that, both figuratively speaking with soul winning and actually fishing. I am not a fisherman, as those that have listened to this broadcast can attest to. I am not a fisherman. But you know what? Sometimes when I have the opportunity to present the gospel, people don't accept. But it does not decrease the responsibility that I have to tell them. Let me encourage you, friend. Let's be cognizant. Let's be aware of the need to present the gospel with gospel tracts or without gospel tracts. Every person around you, they are on their way to a devil's hell. And it's our responsibility. Mark 16, 15. Let's do it together if you would. I'd like to tell you about a gospel tract now, one that might help you in person when you're telling people about the good news of the gospel. It's called He Is Not Here. Who's it talking about? Who is the he? Well, it's Jesus Christ. And praise God, he is not here means he is no longer in the tomb. This particular gospel track is great for the Easter time frame. And it's fast approaching. It'll be here upon us before you know it. And I'm going to be continue to mention this gospel track. He is not here every week, maybe multiple times a week until Easter is upon us. I want to make sure if you need some, Order them today. The The postal service mailing has been a little slow these days. And so if you want to make sure you have these in hand and ready to use before Easter, go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. And as always, you can order these for free. It would be our pri- privilege, our pleasure.
And as always, if you are unfamiliar with our ministry, make sure to pick up one of our sample packets. It's one each of every gospel track that we currently produce. You'll be able to look at those, including He Is Not Here, and then decide for yourself, which ones do I want? Now, many people have asked us, and yes, on our new website, it's new as of a few months ago, you can actually read the full content of what's inside each of these gospel tracks right on our website. So if you already have a sneaking suspicion of what you need and you don't need the sample packet, feel free. Just order what you need the first time. We'd love to send those to you. Now, let's turn our attention to the Bible passage that you and I will be in this week. Turn to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 13. We probably will only get into a short introduction and maybe reading the scripture today and we'll pick up tomorrow. But I've got to ask you a question. Do you feel like in our world that we are losing ground. Does it seem like wickedness and evil and the things of this earth seem to be overtaking us? Does hope seem to be lost? Well, friend, I hope that's not the case because we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And the same God that Joseph served, the same God that Moses served, the same God that the Apostle Paul met on the road to Damascus, that's the God we serve. But... It can seem as though our impact, our ability to make an impact on our world is growing more and more diminished. I hope that's not the case, but here's a thought I'd like to leave with you, and it will lead us right into this Bible study, this short preaching time. Here's the thought, and roll this around in your mind as we read the scripture shortly in 1 Samuel 13, but think about this. Your impact, now I'm speaking about your impact for God but your impact is only inhibited by your imagination. Your impact is only inhibited by your imagination. We're going to talk more about that in just a moment. Look at 1 Samuel chapter number 13, verse number 5. It says this, And the Philistines gathered themselves together to fight with Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen, and people as the sand which is on the seashore in multitude. And they came up and pitched in Michmash and eastward from Bethaven. When the men of Israel saw that they were in a strait, for the people were distressed, then the people did hide themselves in caves and in thickets and in rocks and in high places and in pits. Now, let's give you some context here. Those of you that grew up in Sunday school, you probably know this, but those of you that maybe this is your first time looking at this particular Bible passage, let me explain a few things for you. At this time, the king over Israel, his name was Saul. And about this time, Saul had only been reigning over Israel for about a year or so. This is one of the first tests of Saul as a leader, as a king. And can I spoil it a little bit here? He kind of failed this test in just a little while. We'll find out more in just a moment. But Saul, the king of Israel, is facing off with his people against the Philistines. Now, we see that God in the Bible here in verse number five listed off the might of the Philistines. 30,000 chariots, 6,000 horsemen, and people as the sand which is on the seashore in multitude. What does that mean? There were a lot. So many that the Bible did not even feel the need to give us the exact number. It was just so many. A mighty force. And here's what happens. The Israelites, they hide. In verse number 6, 
they saw that they were in a strait, meaning they were in a bad spot, a rock in a hard place. For the people were distressed. The people did hide themselves in caves, in thickets, in rocks, in high places, and in pits. That kind of reminds me of a saying I heard a while ago, a little poem. It goes like this. When in trouble or in doubt, run in circles, scream, and shout. Do you think that's what Christians should do? No, my friend. If we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, running in circles, screaming and shouting, all these things, throwing our hands up in the air, that doesn't solve anything. What we should do is we should fall on our knees and talk to the one that truly has control of the situation. This is a short introduction to this thought. Your impact. We're going to talk about the opportunity you and I have to make an impact for God in this world. Make sure you tune in all this week on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.